Welcome to the Christmas edition of Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepard here with Ed Cannon, president of FEBC. As this podcast is released, Ed, it's Christmas Day. Listeners may be listening a day or two later, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you and all those who are joining us to hear this podcast. This will be our Christmas program, so. Yeah. And you know, Wayne, we were just getting started, and my mind's going off in different tangents, but the the meaning of Christmas at FEBC is very different than we might have uh, among those here in the United States. The celebration of Christmas is, of course, about Christ's birth, but here it's much about the festivities and, and being together with family and, and following family traditions and celebrating with meals and cookies and gift-giving. But to FEBC... It's a day amongst people who have never heard of Jesus Christ. They have no perception of what Christmas is. In some of the countries, they know it as a day that's celebrated with uh, lights and uh, decorations in shopping malls and other places, but they have no concept Hmm. of why we celebrate the day Christmas and what the true meaning is, none whatsoever. As a matter of fact, Many of the people who listen to our broadcasts have never even heard the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, think of that. And so it's a very different place. And the Christmas season offers us an opportunity where governments and people who hate Christianity are a little bit more tolerant Mm -hmm. of our message and our celebrations. And it works to the advantage of FBC broadcasters because people are perhaps open to hear this message one day of the year that they might not be during the rest of the year. Well, think about it. We have radio stations around the world, and they're all proclaiming Christ, proclaiming the the reason for the season, as we say, right? That's right. That's right. And as a matter of fact, we're going to hear today from one such FEBC broadcaster. He's not a stranger to those on this podcast because we did a fantastic podcast (laughs) one day with uh, Amos from Malawi. Fantastic because... Because of him yeah, and, and what he music. does and his music. Well, not only just the, the music was amazing because it was his staff uh, performing a piece that they wrote celebrating Christ as the Savior. But the uh, spirit and the, the beat and the rhythm, very African and beautiful, beautiful music. So if you haven't heard that podcast. It's in the archive. It's you in the archive. Go back and listen, back and so, listen to yeah. Amos and Malawi. And the work that they're doing there is just amazing in an almost entirely Muslim country. But let's get back to the Christmas okay, story. We've right? told the story of Malawi on, on previous podcasts. So they are in the archive there. But uh, our producer, Joe Carlson, contacted Amos and asked if he would read the Christmas story for us. Yeah, it's fantastic. But one tiny detail, when when uh, when Joe asked him, could you read the Christmas story and record it for us? Amos is so agreeable. Oh, of course, I'd be happy to. But then he sent it to uh, Joe in uh, the Yao language, <laughs> okay. which none which, of you would understand. I think there are very few people who would have understood what he said. So he did He did correct it, and he sent us the English version, yeah. which we're going to have an opportunity here today. But as, as we go through this program, I, I hope that you, you think about um, Christmas in a different way than just the way we celebrate it here in the United States or, or even in the Western world. But think about it as something which... Uh, People don't celebrate. They don't get the day off. They don't have festivals. They don't have feasts. They don't have food. Uh, it's it's just an everyday life for them. Back to work, hard work in many cases, 
But here's this message that comes through with what I truly believe to be supernatural power. The gospel comes with great power, and the Christmas message uh, is a special message amongst that, that that people are, are interested in hearing about. What is it about this day around the world that causes so many people to celebrate? And here we're going to listen to the way Amos frames these words um, as we think about how Christmas can be an opportunity for us to share the love of Jesus Christ with those who have never heard. He'll read in three separate sections for us, but as Ed said, let's put ourselves, let's imagine ourselves hearing this for the very first time as our director in Malawi, Amos, reads from Luke 2. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Cornelius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Such a familiar story to all of us. We've been hearing it since we were children. But imagine you've never heard the story before, and you think about, wow, these people are being forced to travel to register in a a city, which in many cases is very far away, angry. They're not happy. I have to pack up my goods and ride on a donkey. This is terrible. And and what is this, Joseph? He's having a baby with a woman that he's only engaged to, and they're not married. The thoughts that go through people's minds could be so distant from the real meaning of this verse. Absent someone to explain to them what this story means, why it happened this way, and what the permanent message of Christmas is all about, would would, would be cast out on lost ears. Yeah, yeah. So— while we have the opportunity here at Christmas to proclaim that story, I'm going to tell you that it takes 364 days for Amos and his staff hmm. and other FBC staffs around the world to communicate why this story is so important and what it means to us. Well, just as it's often refreshing to read from a different translation of the Bible to get a little different perspective on mm-hmm. the passage we've heard mm-hmm. over and over again— it's also delightful to hear it in Amos's voice, yeah. you know, just something different, something out of the ordinary for us to hear his wonderful voice in his wonderful accent, mm-hmm. read the story, the universal story mm-hmm. for all men everywhere mm-hmm. of the birth of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think he goes on to another section. Yeah, my favorite, actually. You might guess the story of the shepherds, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't get it. I didn't understand why you said that that was your favorite. <laughs> my ancestors. Okay. Let's return to Amos reading from Luke chapter 2. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. 
an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You'll find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. And as we hear Amos in that wonderful voice read from Luke 2, I'm thinking of him reading that in the Yao language to a Muslim culture. As you said earlier, somebody who may be hearing this story for the very first time. Just imagine that. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, the thing about that story that particularly strikes me is the shepherds went from terrified to enthusiastic. Do not be afraid. And seeking. And they immediately went to see this thing that the Lord had told them. And then after they had seen this thing, what did they do? They immediately went and shared the word with others. And what did those people that heard their message say? They were amazed. Mm -hmm. The power of the truth of the Christmas message to those who had never heard before, when they heard, they were amazed. And I think that's a great message for all of us. What do we do when we receive the Christmas message? Do we go and share it with others? Are we fearful to share it with others? Because when the shepherds shared, people were amazed. Uh, in the Muslim culture in Malawi, when they share this, I'm sure Amos and his staff are fearless to communicate the word because they know yeah. that it comes with the same kind of power that it did on that very, very first Christmas, that when people hear the good news, they'll be amazed. And even further, when they hear the good news and understand what it means— it's our prayer, it's Amos' prayer, that they will come to faith in Jesus Christ. Somewhere today, be it Malawi or Thailand or Cambodia or China or Mongolia, someone today is being amazed by hearing this story for the first time through FEBC, right? Yeah, yeah. And in partnership with those of you who are listening, because 
I know you're praying for these people. You're praying for these ministries. And um, through your prayer, through the words of our broadcasters, and most importantly, through the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, when people hear this message, they too will be amazed. They too will come to faith. We're going to hear from Amos one more time. Producer Joe asked Amos to read another Christmas passage. Now, we ordinarily don't think of this passage as being a Christmas passage, but it really is, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It is. Philippians chapter 2. Here's Amos with that. Philippians chapter 2, from uh, verses 5 through 11. I'm reading. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. To the glory of God the Father. Wayne, I know one of the uh, strategies that many of our broadcasters take on at this Christmas time, when they're communicating the Christmas message to those who have never heard about Christ, have very little knowledge about the Christian faith, they connect the Christmas message to the Easter message. Mm-hmm. Christ came to die on the cross, to sacrifice himself so that that helps them to communicate that message to these people uh, about the total meaning of the Christmas season. Not just that a baby came, but a baby came to die, to die for them, to cover their sins, so that through repentance and faith, they too can be saved. And that is the Christmas gift that we're encouraging them to receive. You know, there's many other verses that I, I love to think about Christmas messages in the Bible that aren't Luke chapter 2 and the shepherds. <laughs> yeah. and But it's all Christmas. <laughs> it's all Christmas. And one of my favorites, of course, is Matthew, the, the Magi. That's like my favorite part of Christmas. We don't have time to talk about that today. But I want to close by sharing you with another one that has meant something to me for a number of years, which we also don't necessarily associate with the Christmas messages. It's one that our staff use everywhere because it communicates a deeper sense of the wholeness of the Christmas season and what had happened in those days in order for uh, Christ to be born and for his message to be communicated. And it's in Galatians chapter 4, starting in verse 4. And as Amos would say, I read, but when the fullness of time came, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law, 
That's the Christmas message, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is. And in the fullness of time communicates that God had planned this from the very beginning of time. He wanted to wait until things were just perfect. The world was in just such a situation where under the impression of the Roman government, people were anticipating and seeking some hope and some new message, some savior. Uh, the language had it spread throughout the land so that people could speak Greek and understand these messages. The roads were formed so that people could travel around for the purpose of trade, but in this situation, for the purpose of proclaiming the gospel. I, too, feel like our world today is prepared for a revival of the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's our prayer that through the broadcast of FEBC this year at Christmas, that many people in difficult places, wars, oppression, persecution, would say, this message is coming at exactly the right time in my life, in the fullness of time, and their hearts are prepared so that when they too hear the gift that Christ offered us at Christmas, they will accept that gift, open it up, place their faith and trust in him, and more people will be entered into the kingdom of God. That is our prayer. Ed, thank you. And thank you for spending these moments with us at this most uh, wonderful time of the year, as we often say, Christmas. This has been from the Far East Broadcasting Company, produced by Joe Carlson. Until all have heard is a weekly podcast, and we invite you to subscribe to us at any podcast platform or listen at febc.org. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll see you next week.